Section 14 of the Early Hanoverians by Edward Ellis Morris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Book 1, Chapter 14, The Porteous Riots. In April 1736 there came an unexpected trouble in Scotland, the story of which is well known, as it has been illuminated by the genius of Sir Walter Scott in his interesting novel, The Heart of Midlothian. Two smugglers in Fife named Wilson and Robertson committed robbery with violence on the collector of customs, and were in consequence sentenced to death. They nearly effected their escape from their prison in Edinburgh, but Wilson, who was a fat man, stuck fast in the hole that had been made between the bars. Sorry that he had not allowed his thinner friend to escape first, Wilson determined to give him another chance, and when on the Sunday before the execution the prisoners were being escorted to church by four soldiers, Wilson seized three of them, while Robertson shook off the fourth and escaped. For this act, Wilson was much admired, and a fear was entertained that an attempt would be made to rescue him on the day of execution. To prevent this, the city magistrates therefore ordered the city guard to attend the execution. Now the city guard, a sort of military police, was under the command of a violent and unpopular officer, Captain Porteous. The execution was not disturbed, but when it was over, there was some stone-throwing on the part of the mob at the hangman and at the soldiers. The soldiers became angry and fired, with such effect that they wounded or killed a good many persons in the crowd and in the surrounding houses, many of whom were quite innocent of offense. For this, Porteous was tried for murder. He denied having given the order to fire, but some witnesses swore that they had seen him take a musket from a private and himself fire. An Edinburgh jury found him guilty of murder. It happened that at the time King George II was on the continent, and Queen Caroline was acting as regent. To the Queen and her ministers it did not seem that Captain Porteous was deserving of death, even though he had been mistaken and exceeded the needs of legitimate defence. He was therefore reprieved. But the Edinburgh folk were made very angry at this reprieve, and they determined to take the law into their own hands. On the evening of the day before that which had been appointed for his execution, Porteous was entertaining his friends in the tollbooth, the Edinburgh prison. Meanwhile, a mob was collecting. It attacked the guardhouse and secured arms, then marched upon the tollbooth. The magistrates tried to disperse them, but were unable. The magistrates, however, received no harm. When the rioters reached the prison, they battered the gate, and not breaking it down, at length set fire to it, until at last the jailer flung them the keys. Whilst the other prisoners escaped, the rioters made solely for Porteous, whom they found hidden in the chimney of his room. They carried him to the usual place of execution, and there, having procured a rope from a shop and left a guinea to pay for it, they hanged him from a barber's pole. Then they quietly dispersed. Though the strictest inquiry was made, no one was ever convicted of a share in this riot. It was generally believed that those concerned as leaders in the act of vengeance were not of so humble a class in society as they appeared to be. But history knows nothing of them. Queen Caroline was especially angry at the insult to her authority. 
The story goes that she said to a Scotch nobleman, the Duke of Argyll, that rather than submit to such an insult, she would make Scotland a hunting field. In that case, he replied with a low bow, I will take my leave of your majesty and go down to my own country to get my hounds ready. A bill was brought into Parliament to punish the city of Edinburgh in various ways, but the punishment was ultimately reduced to a fine to be paid to the widow of Captain Porteous. End of section 14